Welcome to Hashtag Love Yourself. I'm your host, Jesse Jobson, and I'm going to guide you on your personal journey towards self-love. Hi, my beautiful souls. Welcome back to Hashtag Love Yourself. On today's episode, we're going to do a self-love check-in. We're going to check in on ourselves. We have been doing this podcast thing for a while and we have learned so much. We have put so much into action. We have changed ourselves drastically. So now let's take a minute to like appreciate all that we've learned, all that we've changed about ourselves and kind of do a quick little check-in to see how well we're loving ourselves. So I've kind of put together just a list of areas where it's good to like check in and see what kind of behavior you've been having on the regular, um, where, what areas you can improve on. Um, so we'll go over this list and we'll figure out, um, you know, pretty much essentially this is just to remind you how well you're doing, but, um, but it's also, it's a good reminder for maybe someone that's jumping into this podcast for the first time. Um, it's going to be a great place to check to say, Hey, how well am I loving myself? Right? Okay. So let's dive in. So, um, first thing is how well are you doing, um, on meaning what you say, right? And valuing your time. So remember when we, we've talked about this many episodes, but saying what you mean, saying yes, when you mean yes, and no, when you mean no, right? And not saying the opposite when you don't mean it and checking in with yourself to see what you really, really mean, right? And then valuing your time that goes hand in hand with the saying yes, when you need to say yes and no, when you need to say no. So, um, one thing to think about when we're thinking about this, you know, really doing what's right for ourselves and what's right for us. Um, this one woman who I follow, she said it so beautifully. She said, you are a sacred being whose promises mean something. So, so even small promises. So even when you say, yeah, I'll meet you, you know, um, at the mall at, 10 o'clock uh, for coffee or whatever, right? When you say that to someone, it means something. And if you don't show up, you know, um, it leaves a gap and it leaves a hole and um, it breaks a promise. Or if you say yes, if someone asks you to meet at the mall and you don't want to and you need you time, right? Um, those, those little promises are sacred because you're sacred. And even the big uh, promises are sacred. So, you know, the ones that are to the death to you part, right? Like, um, even though we don't need to be making promises that we can't realistically keep, right? I think that that's something that our society can focus on a little bit better. We can dig a little deeper into, um, because I think that the, that, um, old paradigm of, you know, tell death do we part promise is a little out of date. And I think we are all coming to figure that out. But at the same time, like that is also, you know, a promise and a sacred thing um, that means something, right? It means something to you. It means something to the people that you um, place those promises with. So with that said, um, where are you at with the saying yes, when you mean to say yes and no, and you mean to say no, I know for me personally, I am so proud of how far I've come. Right. Um, I look back on even just like six months to a year ago of, how I was responding when people would ask me things and 
now today it's like I literally spend time in my present just checking in with my body to seeing if I, you know, like if my body feels like I want to, if my whole body is saying yes, if my whole body, part of my body is saying no, my mind is saying yes, making sure those match up. You know, if one's saying yes and one's saying no, then I dig a little deeper to figure out what's going on. And I just feel really, I feel really good about, you know, all the, all the information that we have learned through this podcast together, um, has really taught me how important that is and and to go back and change those promises, you know, those promises that maybe we made to other people a long time ago for whatever reason, maybe at a different time and place in our life, those promises were right for us, right? And we thought that it was a forever promise. And then looking back now, we're thinking, gosh, you know, I'm such a, a different place, a healthier perspective in my life. And at this point in my life, that just doesn't really fit where I'm at. That doesn't really fit what I want to do with my life. And it's okay to be honest with yourself about that, you know, and it's really, really beautiful. And what a gift if you can actually be honest, um, even if it's kind of embarrassing, right, to go back on a promise you've made to someone, even if it's a big one and say, hey, I want you to know that I love you. And that's why I'm being honest with you, because I want you to know where I'm coming from. I want you to know where I'm at. I want you to know who I am. And that's my love that I'm giving to you because I'm loving myself of being honest of where I'm at and who I am and honoring what I really want in my life. So, so that's so, um, such an important one. So that's why I wanted to start with that one. The next one, let's check in, do kind of an inventory on, um, making time for pleasure, right? So I know that your life is full of pleasure, right? Like you could not come down to earth and like spend, um, a human life and not be just bombarded with things with pleasure all over the place, right? You know, like from physical pleasure to mental pleasure to emotional pleasure to, you know, um, visual pleasure. I mean, there is just, let me tell you, like it's abundant. If you start looking for pleasure, you're just going to find it. You just, it's going to just come at you like at all angles, right? So the thing with pleasure though, is that sometimes we forget to, um, kind of take note and take score of what really pleases us at high levels. What are some things that we can, um, do and use at like a a moment's notice? So I know that I have some quick go-tos for pleasure for myself, right? Um, where like, I know that if I kind of feeling like in a low energy mood and I'm not feeling myself, um, I, go, uh, there's things that I just go to and that I do automatically. Um, so I know for like one of them, a really good, easy, quick one that I do is, um, I turn on, so I have, um, Apple music, right. And I have different playlists and some of them are super, like the playlists are like super upbeat music, super high energy. Right. And so I turn on music and I just vibe on the music, like whatever playlist I pick. That's a really good one because you can kind of do that anywhere. If you have headphones, like even if you're in public, you just pop those headphones in and literally, I feel like music just transcends you to like this new different place, right? When you listen to it. So, um, yeah. And I've fallen in love with headphones that, I don't know, this is a little side note, but I've fallen in love with headphones. And the reason why is because it literally takes you to this whole world. Like you can be sitting in a room full of people and then you could just put headphones in and you're like in another place, in another world, right? You're like, wherever that music takes you, that's where you're at. So, um, so yeah, use music. Music is an amazing tool, um, for pleasure. 
And another really good one for me, but obviously I need a little like time or like space or whatever for it is dancing. I love dancing. It's one of my most favorite things to do. Um, and it's a good, really, really good for all you feminine energy. Um, even for, you know, uh, masculines, like we need to like be loving our feminine energy too. And dancing is like, it lets your body flow. I know that that always like puts me just in a positive mood. So um, I use dancing a lot. Um, another one that I use is like a go-to, um, and a lot of people would probably like, like probably have a hard time with this one, but for me it really works well, is um, eating good food. I am a foodie, and I love a good meal. I, I even get like super sensual with my food. I'm not joking, like on the regular, like I like especially this part of my life where I've really learned to love myself, and I've learned that that's one of my like biggest things that I love on earth is just eating like amazing food. Um, I literally spend like, I'd say majority of my money goes to like really good meals or, um, or like just, you know, like a really nice dinner out where you just, everything tastes good. You have a good drink that goes along with it, but you know, things like that, like investing in your pleasure, right. And whatever that is for you. So everybody, it might be different. It might be a massage, you know, um, it might be um, going and getting a facial for some of you, you know, it does just whatever it is. Like everybody, it's, the world is your oyster. You pick what you want, but pleasure, 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 because let me tell you, pleasure is actually healing. So know that pleasure is healing and um, everybody can tap into this, right? And when you're doing that, that's part of your self-care. Um, I remember I used, there was a person that I used to look I used to look up to them when they were in my life and I used to think, oh my gosh, how are they always just, they feel like they're always just put together. Like they've always got themselves. Like they've always just like kind of they they were closer to themselves than I really felt like I was for myself at the time. And one thing that I'll um, say that I noticed, uh, the activities that this person would do was spend time alone doing things that they loved. So they would like purposely like, take time away from their family and be like, okay, you're watching the kids and I'm going to go do this thing that lifts my spirits and lifts me up because I need it. Cause it refuels me. Right. And everybody gets refueled different ways. Some people get refueled with other people. Like it just depends what it is for you. Some people like a night out and you know, just whatever it is. So, um, so yeah, so this is part of your self care and I really, really hope that you're spending time on the pleasure sector. How <laughs> am I going to say that? Pleasure sector? Is, is that even like the right term? I have no idea. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Um, okay. So next one. Um, so the next one is that you have brief. Oh God, why can't I talk on these podcasts anymore? Jeez, you guys are making me nervous. It's all the, um, that good self-love energy. It's making me, making me nervous. I can't talk anymore. Okay. Um, you have befriended your loneliness. So you don't get lonely being alone anymore. Like, and you have befriended yourself so much that you, when you're like alone, it actually feels good. So I'm going to tell you that I used to be one of those people that, um, it actually kind of like made me a little nervous or I didn't really like being alone. And I would like, if like my partner would leave or my family would be busy off, everybody's doing something, which was really rare. Cause I had a really big family and, um, it, but, but if that 
came about, it kind of freaked me out a little bit and I didn't like the feeling. I didn't like the thought of it. Like I didn't like to plan anything on my own, but now that I've gone through this self-love journey and like, I've realized how important being your um, own best friend is really truly is. Um, I have found so much beauty in just spending time alone and, and like being just me by myself, like I, I just went out the other day and I took my car to the dealership to, you know, get something done on, on my car. And during that appointment, I normally I would have someone pick me up and take me back home and be with my family and be with my kids. And I decided to stay out there. I was like, no, I don't need anybody to come pick me up. I'm just going to take a walk downtown Portland and I'm going to enjoy you know, the restaurants and the scene. And it was a beautiful sunny day. I sat outside. I worked on, on all my other stuff that I have going on personally. And it just felt so good. Like, and then I took a walk and like, I remember just thinking to myself, like that was probably like one of the first times that I remember noting to myself, like, I think I felt pleasure from it before, but I like noted to myself, like, Hey, like, I really like this. Like, this feels so good. Like, I really like being here by myself. And I wasn't thinking of anyone else. I was really just enjoying being there by myself. So if you have befriended yourself and you really enjoy spending time with yourself, that's a really good sign that you're starting to love yourself more. So pat yourself on the back if you're doing that because it's really, really important. Okay, next one. Um, you can be honest about your mistakes and your shortcomings and your wounds and your triggers, and you can actually apologize when you need to. Um, and this one is hard. It's a hard one, right? And it's one of those ones that um, I think that our egos really get in the way where we want to be so big and we want to say, that we're never wrong, right? And even when we say we're wrong, sometimes we make it feel like, well, we're saying we're wrong, but we're not really wrong, right? Um, I think being present with just knowing that you're not perfect at everything. I remember that was one of my, um, one of my biggest things of loving myself was just recognizing that I didn't have to be the best at every single thing I did, right? I could be mediocre at some things like, I didn't have to be the prettiest girl in the room and I didn't have to be the best dancer and I didn't have to be the best singer and I didn't have to be, um, the best whatever, right? Like the, the best friend in the girls group. If there was someone else at that moment that was shining better than me, it doesn't have to be you. Like you don't have to be the best giver. You don't have to be the best compliment giver. You know, you don't have to be the best of everything. And I, I struggled with that for a really long time because I, didn't love myself. Right. And, um, and I always thought I had to be perfect to love myself. And now I'm recognizing that, um, you know, my shortcomings are actually kind of a blessing, right? They're, they're what helps me like get to where I need to be. Because if I, if I was just perfect and top and everything, like first off, that's a really lonely place to be, right? Because no one can understand you then. Right. And when I would put that fake facade out there that like, I was really good at like maybe some things that I didn't feel like I was actually the, as good as I was presenting myself to be. Um, people didn't, they couldn't relate to me because they weren't good in those areas. And, and so then they would 
like girls would be like, oh yeah, well, I don't know how to be perfect in that. So I don't know. I really want to talk to you, you know, and that's not cool, right? You, you want to like have common ground with people. So being able to be human in this human life and say, I'm human and I make mistakes and this is where I'm at. And guess what? You're perfect just in every moment. I always tell people this, you're perfect in every moment wherever you are, even if you're making mistakes, right? Even if you're not being the best version of you, but to be honest, like that's what this life is for. And I don't want to, I don't want to say like, oh, I can only have, uh, like, a a good relationship once I'm perfect. Uh, I can only talk to, you know, this group of people with confidence once, you know, I, you know, am good at public speaking or, you know what I'm saying? Like there, why are you going to waste your life? Like, let's not waste life. Let's not waste time. I'm tired of like thinking that, you know, I have to be a specific way before I can enjoy this world and this life or be proud of myself and love myself. And so if you can get to a spot, if you can truly get to a spot and this is the good check-in, right? Um, where you can say, I'm wounded. We're all wounded. Just FYI, I'm wounded. I don't always act the way I would hope to act in every single moment, but I know that I act exactly how I'm supposed to because this whole life is about learning. This whole life is about getting whatever we're getting in any moment, like getting that. And like, if, even if that's not what you necessarily want, right? Like, let's say it's not the best ideal situation. It's not the best ideal outcome, but that's how, that's what that moment is. And that's what that moment calls for. And you are a beautiful soul living out a beautiful life. And you wouldn't be the you today if you hadn't, if you like hadn't had all those things that you didn't want in the past because those didn't wants made you who you are now, right? So let's, let's be there for each other and, and let people be vulnerable. And when they're vulnerable and they're like telling you like where they're at, you know, don't judge, just allow people to be where they're at and, um, and do that for yourself, right? Um, I think that's the biggest place to start is to say that you're you're perfect just the way you are in any moment, okay? Um, oh, and there was more that I had to say on that that I kind of went off on my own little thing. I didn't go off my script, but something in my script was really, really important. Um, this one gal reminded me of the saying that when you are intimate with yourself, so when you're like really close and intimate with yourself, um, and you can, so you can see your faults and you can see your gaps, right? Um, it helps that all really be clear for you. Like when, when you're intimate, when you are disconnected from yourself, you can't see that stuff. Right. So you're always like blaming everybody else. And, um, they, so when you're that intimate, those things don't haunt you because you recognize that everybody has them and you recognize that everybody's learning and everybody's in those spots that like, they don't know something. Maybe the people that you do know, know the subject that you're, you're hoping to be better in, but they at one point didn't know it either. So it's okay. Everybody's at a different place and, and allow that, allow yourself to be that way. And when you love yourself, you have a good foundation of just recognizing that, that you don't have to be any specific way. Right. Okay. Next one. If you find yourself being able to love others more deeply in an, in a healthy way, right? Um, 
then you know that you're loving yourself more and that's awesome. And I recognize this in my journey recently. Um, I have a person in my life who has been probably like the biggest window into my wounds and vice versa for them. And they, you know, there's times where you just want to blame, blame the other person, right? You want to like be like, cause they're, they're the closest person to you. And you want to be like, you're the reason all those horrible things you did to me, all those lies, right? Those caused my pain, right? And my problems. But I think that when you start loving yourself more, right? And you start being easier on yourself and you start giving yourself grace. Oh, that hit for some reason. I just got really emotional thinking about it. Um, I really believe that when you love yourself and you give yourself grace, that's when you can give other people grace. that one was really powerful for me. And I, um, I find myself getting better and better at that. Right. Cause I think a lot of my pain and my wounds are wrapped up in, in other people, right. In, in things that have happened to me, the things that people have done or people have said or like whatever. Right. But in the end, when you recognize like deep within yourself, that love of like, like that parenting love, right? Like we talked about in several episodes, that parenting love of like, you are going to take care of you no matter what. And, and you're allowed to fall. Just like we just talked about, you're allowed to scrape your knees. You're allowed to bump your head. You're allowed to make mistakes. You're allowed to hurt other people on accident, right? Or you know, unfortunately, sometimes even on purpose, isn't that sad, right? That we do that as humans, but we do, right? And, and that, that's the truth of it. And so when you give yourself that grace, when you give yourself that love and you, and you tell yourself that, Hey, listen, it's okay, right? We're not going to behave that way anymore. Like when you recognize that you have behaved in a way that you don't want to, like, obviously it's your, um, responsibility to change that. But when you give yourself that grace and that love and and that comfort, it's way like, it just comes naturally to do it for other people. And I, I recognized that I did it like just this morning, I did something like with another person in my life where they were wanting to buy something and they were like, kind of doing that, like negative self-talk and like talking them like, like kind of having almost an excuse on why they needed to buy it. And I looked at them and I said, Hey, you don't need an excuse to buy that. You, the only reason that you need to purchase that is because you want to, because you want it, because it feels good. You have the money you're gifted with that beautiful money to be able to purchase that expensive thing you want. And you are worth it. And you don't need to explain yourself to yourself. Cause that's what he, that person was doing. They were explaining to themselves. They thought they were explaining it to me, but I'm not their mom and I don't care. It's their money. It's, it doesn't, 
affect me at all. And, um, cause their money isn't my money. And so anyways, and that person just like the smile on their face, like when I said it and it was like, I kind of like almost like felt like an epiphany for both of us. Like it was an epiphany on both ends. Right. Of like, I've been loving myself in that manner too, where I'm like, I can have nice things and I can have what I want and it's okay to want what I want. Like I can, I can have desires, right? Even if other people don't want to agree with them. Like I want what I want and I'm allowed to do that. And I give my self permission. So when you do that, you automatically start to see it flow over to other people, right? So when you're loving yourself in these areas, it's flowing over and you start noticing it with other people. I like, I feel so honored almost that I got like that emotional pull just a minute ago because tell you the truth that that was just a big sign for me of like a release right of like I really have grown a lot in that area so that was really cool thanks for sharing that energy with me (laughs) um okay oh one one quote that this guy said when he was talking about um, how self-love directly relates to loving everyone else naturally. And I've always said that phrase, but he said it really good. He said, self-love expands into love for everyone else. Like, and it's so true. It's like, it's like, that's what, like, once you love yourself, like, it's like a natural, like, reaction. Like, you can't even help it. You're just loving everyone around you and everything that's coming your way because, you are glowing and you're just vibrant and you're full of like all the right things, right? You're the best you. Okay. Next. Um, if you have healthy boundaries in your life and that you're able to set new ones as your life evolves. So remember healthy boundaries, all the episodes I've talked about how important this is because it really truly is. It's your foundation, right? Of loving yourself. When And everybody's boundaries are going to be unique to you. There's no one with identical boundaries because no one's identical in this whole entire world. Not even identical twins. None of that. You're all different. Everybody's different and it's a beautiful thing. So revel in this uniqueness that we each have, right? And unique perspectives. And with that unique perspective, right? We all are going to need our own boundaries, right? We're going to need, because not everybody is comforted by the same things, right? Not everybody. So I can't go out there and tell you, this is what, what your boundaries need to be A, B, C, and D. No, it doesn't work that way. You have to know yourself and you have to say, this was my life. This was my childhood. These are my wounds. These are my triggers. This is what makes me feel safe. So sometimes for, for me, right, my boundaries are going to seem really extreme for, for someone else that didn't go through what I went through. Like, um, when social media is a big trigger for me. So if I have someone on social media that, um, comments really nasty things or, or, um, only likes pictures that specific people are in that I post, but won't like, like any pictures that, that I post with other people or myself, or like, that just seems really odd to me. Right. And it's like, that's a trigger for me. Um, and it comes from my childhood. Right. Um, but it's my, it's my trigger, right. It's my wound. And I have to accept that about myself and I have to say, okay, so do I a not participate on social media at all? Or do I be just say that I am going to restrict 
um, certain people from my social media accounts, right? Um, and, and it's not like a hate thing. It's not like, oh, I hate you, so I'm going to restrict you. It's more like I, I need to do this because this little thing drives me crazy and I'm working through it until I can get to a place, right, where it feels okay to me, where I can feel like stronger, I need to set a boundary for myself, my behavior. Remember, because boundaries are not about anybody else and anybody else's behavior. You're not trying to control someone. You're not trying to manipulate someone. You're literally just trying to love yourself and hold um, something that keeps you emotionally safe and makes you feel like you're all right. Okay, next one is you're having positive self-chatter. So if you're changing that dialogue in your mind that says, oh, I'm fat, oh, I don't look pretty today. Well, no, you are gorgeous. And even if you have bad hair day, guess what, girlfriend? That's the beauty of being gorgeous is that you have to have the dark to see the light. You can never just have all good hair days or you would not know what a good hair day is, right? So there you go. So the good self-chatter, keep that up if you're doing it because it's really important. Okay, so I'm going to leave you with um, a beautiful quote, and the quote is, you have the ability to love yourself in any moment, and then repeat to yourself, I am love. All right. Well, I hope that these little check-ins to see where you're, how you're doing and where you're at on self-love was helpful. It super helped me to kind of recap where I'm at. I want you to praise yourself. I want you to pat yourself on the back. I want you to go out there and do something loving for yourself. Like I want you to do something just for you. If it's um, buying something for yourself or if it's taking that bubble bath or if it's even just spending time alone, right? Give yourself a date. Take yourself out on a date, right? It's a beautiful thing. All right. Well, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're, hope you're loving yourself and um, take care. All right. Bye.